0: Would you say that most days you feel that the day controls you more than you control the day? Do you ever let your circumstances affect how you feel or what you say and do? Does the world around you affect you on the inside? Do you want to know how you can control your day? Keep listening to find out more. So before I get into today's very special episode, it's a really good one that it's going to blow your mind. If you're new here, hello, I'm Katie. Welcome. I'm a full-time teacher from London, and I've got a real passion for personal development and helping us teachers get better and be the best we can be through our personal development rather than just professional development. So today's 59 of Teach On Teach Strong, and as it's Sunday, because I do put episodes twice a week, but on Sundays, they're a bit longer episodes, and we delve deeper into a topic and come up with some actionable steps for you to take away and implement Alright, so for most of us, it's really easy to let our circumstances control our emotions. I mean, think about it. How do you react when you get told at the last minute that you have to lose your prep time to cover a lesson for an absent colleague, or a parent comes up and wants to speak to you, or perhaps your class has started running riot and you're just feeling out of control, or if you get a wave of books to mark all at once, or when you're called into the head's office. Most of us would admit that these experiences make us feel uneasy and we link some kind of pain to these experiences, meaning that we dread them. Most of us will admit that we do allow our circumstances to control our moods and emotions. All right, so if you want more control over your life, and you don't want to be so subjective to the world around you, because teaching is a little bit tumultuous sometimes, and there's a lot going on that we can't control, so if you do want more control over your life and your emotions, it's actually very simple. It's your emotions that you need to control, not your circumstances. Okay, so it's simple, but is it really that easy, Katie, is what you're saying right now? Well, look, as a teacher, I've accepted that it's difficult to control the world around me. When you're working with so many people all day, there are bound to be many things that change and fluctuate on a daily basis that really can make your day unpredictable. You know, someone will say or do something and your whole day can be affected. It's one of the things that we love about teaching though, isn't it? Every day being different, ever knowing exactly what exciting things are going to happen However, along with that, we know that unpredictability can also make us feel uneasy at times. The way I'm learning to control my day is by associating what I link pain and pleasure to, because actually, all our emotions and actions result from these two things, pain and pleasure. It's what controls everything. Let me give you an example of something that happened last week. All right, so I had just come back from my Easter break. Some of you call it spring break. We get two weeks off. I did no schoolwork during the holiday as I wanted to mentally disconnect from school. Fair enough, right? I had subconsciously decided apparently that I would be linking pain to doing any schoolwork during my break. So I banned it. Fine. Not a problem. I did that and I ended up having a really lovely break. And I got so much work done for teachers, resource force stuff as well. And I turned up to school feeling rejuvenated and rested. No regrets yet. All good. But then, (laughs) do you know what's coming? (laughs) So I turned up to school. And literally, as soon as I got in and I looked at my planner, I looked at my emails, looked at my diary. It's like I saw a tsunami (laughs) just coming at me. All these deadlines were waiting for me. All these things that I hadn't even looked at my diary over the break. So because I was linking pain to doing schoolwork, remember. But I wasn't aware of. By doing that, I was now going to be experiencing even more pain. (laughs) I had a mountain of marking to do that actually legally needed to be completed within a few days. And I had grossly underestimated how long it was going to take me to get through it. I thought I could do it all in the first week back and there would be plenty of time. But I started and I realised, oh my God, this is going to take so much longer than I thought. So I hustled like mad. I was going home marking all night long for six hours each night. I was sneaking some marking in, any opportunity that there was a computer in front of my face at school. By the end of my first week back from my wonderful relaxing break, here I was, already run down, feeling like I was getting sick. In my attempt to avoid pain, quote unquote, by working during break, I had now opened up myself to a whole other world of pain, unnecessary pain, that could easily have been avoided had I changed my viewpoint of what I associate pleasure and pain to. How could I have done that? Well, if I changed what I associated pain to, I wouldn't have been in that situation. I associated pain with working during the holidays instead of associating pain with leaving everything to the last minute (laughs) So now I'm changing my association of pain of Not giving myself enough time to mark will cause me to lose all my free time and make me get sick (laughs) So next time I'll do everything I can to avoid that pain again All right, here's another important thing you need to be aware of though. Why do you think I'm talking about avoiding pain so much instead of seeking pleasure. I haven't even really mentioned pleasure so far in this lesson that I learned. Surely, after all these years of teaching, I know how good it feels to get all my work done early. Yet, it didn't drive me. Here's the key. That's because the way our brain works is this. We are more likely to take action to avoid fear of pain than we are to take action to potentially gain pleasure. I'll say that again and let that sink in because this is really life-changing. We'd rather avoid pain than do something that will bring us pleasure. It's true. Here's an example to prove it to you. Okay, here's one that a lot of people can relate to with being fit and healthy. Okay. We know that working out and eating right will bring us pleasure eventually because we're going to look better. We're going to feel better. We're going to be stronger. We're going to live longer, etc. There's only good things that come from working out and eating right. We know this, but why do so many people not want to exercise or give up that slice of cake? because they believe that working out and depriving themselves of the delicious food will cause them pain. It's short-term pain, but it's pain. And the avoidance of pain is more powerful than the quest for pleasure. I know. This is is mind-blowing. Once you know this, everything for you is going to change if you use it to your advantage. Here's another example, just in case you weren't convinced. Okay, let's say at the end of five years, you're gonna have a certain amount of money in your savings account. And you have two choices. Either you work hard to save money for the future. So say you've worked for the last five years and you've got this money in your savings. You have the choice to prevent someone taking the money you've already saved. Okay, so that's option number one, stopping someone from taking all the money that you've just worked for for the last five years. Or option B, Working hard to save the money for the next five years. So option one, you're stopping someone taking what you've already got. And option two, you're seeking reward. Would you rather stop someone taking 50 grand of your money or would you rather work hard for 50 grand in the future? So even though we'd end up with the same amount of money at the end, obviously we'd rather not lose what we currently have right? we I think pretty much all of us would say, well, I don't want someone to take my money because that's the power of avoiding pain. We'd rather stop someone harming us or potentially causing us pain than going out and seeking pleasure. I mean, in this theory, we'd end up with the same amount of money, but we'd rather avoid pain. It's a much more powerful driver for us than seeking pleasure is. It's just the way our brains are wired. It's very fascinating. All right. So how can you use this for yourself in your own teaching, in your own life to control your day? Okay, well, let's start by associating pain to the things that we know are bad for us in the long term. And that's the key here. Most people are short term thinkers. Very few people are long term thinkers. And they very rarely think about what's good for them in the future. And that's how they end up in these situations that they do not want to be in. So in my example of leaving all my marking to the last minute, because I was thinking of avoiding short-term pain, of doing a bit of marking during my break, which wouldn't have been that bad, really, (laughs) I have now associated pain with leaving everything to the last minute. It caused me pain in the long term. So I can now associate that pain and say, John, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) I would rather avoid feeling that pain again of working all night long, for days in a row to get everything marked on time. So the next time I'm in this situation, I will now do anything I can to avoid feeling this again so that I can get things done on time. And you can do the same too in any area of your life, personally or professionally. Start by being more conscious of what you're associating pleasure and pain to and whether your pain is short-term or long-term. If it's short-term pain you're avoiding, forget it. If you know you're getting long-term benefits in the future, you have to get over the short-term pain. You have to readjust your thinking. It's not going to help you. Avoiding short-term pain when you know there's long-term pleasure to be gained for it is what's setting most people up to fail. So look at how you would rather be and start leveraging the power of association here. This is how you gain control over your life. By associating short-term pain to working during my break, I was left with a crappy situation the next week where I'd experience further unnecessary pain in the long term. But if I look at the long-term pain that would occur from leaving things too late, instead of working non-stop for five days, I would have acted differently and been in a better situation. But I was thinking in short term, because I was so tired by the end of the term, I was like, I don't care. (laughs) But in the long term, I harmed myself. So I'm going to do things very differently next time. So knowing what you know now, Now that you know you're more driven by your desire to avoid pain than seek pleasure, and you're likely to avoid short-term pain, which ends up resulting in long-term pain anyway, think about how you can use this to your advantage to give you more control over your life. Now this was a really intense episode, and there was a lot of information here that might well be new to you. So I suggest you go back and listen to this again a few times, just to make sure you've really understood this concept, because it's incredibly powerful for you. I will summarise everything into a neat little paragraph for you at the end, but before I do, I just want to say I hope you found this podcast helpful. As you know, or if you don't know, I don't do this for the money. There is no money in this podcasting. I do this purely because I want to help. I want to support the, de- the teaching community. I don't have any adverts going. I don't charge you any money for this, but I do ask for one fee, and that is to leave a review of this podcast. Nothing. I know there's a lot of you listening who are not leaving a review right now, so please can you make sure you're doing your bit. That's all I'm asking from you. I'm actually still running a review competition to win any five of my resources or clip art for anyone who sends me a screenshot of their comment, but I'll probably be ending that soon now. So if you're finding this podcast valuable in any way, share it with a colleague, leave a review, sharing your thoughts about how this podcast is impacting you. All right, let's summarize today's important message then. So we've learned today that you are more driven by the avoidance of pain than you are the quest of pleasure. You are also more likely to avoid short-term pain than think about long-term pain. So in knowing this, how can you use this information to help you control your day? Well, you can start by associating pain to the things that you know are bad for you. And get creative with this. Just telling yourself might be enough, but it may be more effective if you actually experience something too. Like I did with my last minute frenzy marking situation. (laughs) I have spent a lot of time reflecting deeply on this situation, and I've really taken the time to feel how stressful it's been for me last week for it to be ingrained in my subconscious now. It's like there's a filing cabinet in my brain that is labelled last-minute marking causes pain avoid at all costs <laughs> so now i know that my short-term pain of just marking things you know a few a day during my free time will prevent me from feeling this way again so think about what bad habits do you often have that you know end up causing you more pain in the long term and use that knowledge to take control and become the strong powerful effective and sufficient teacher you've always known that you could be We'll <laughs> be